Good morning. Welcome to With God at Dawn. This morning, it's titled, The Judgment Hour Message. It's a movement fulfilling prophecy. Revelation 14, 6 and 7 are our verses. And I saw another angel fly in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach unto them that dwell on the earth, saying with a loud voice, Fear God and give glory to him, for the hour of his judgment has come. An upright, honest farmer who had been led to doubt the divine authority of the scriptures, yet who sincerely desired to know the truth, was the man specially chosen of God to lead out in the proclamation of Christ's second coming. God sent his angel to lead him to search the prophecies. He saw that the inhabitants of the earth were living in the closing scenes of this world's history, yet they knew it not. God called him to leave his farm. With trembling, William Miller began to unfold to the people the mysteries of the kingdom of God, carrying his hearers down through the prophecies to the second advent. Thousands were led to embrace the truth preached by William Miller, and servants of God were raised up in the spirit and power of Elijah to proclaim the message. And as the solemn warning to flee from the wrath to come was sounded, many who were united with the churches received the healing message. They saw their backslidings, and with bitter tears of repentance and deep agony of soul, humbled themselves before God. The special blessings of the Lord, both in the conversion of sinners and the revival of spiritual life among Christians, testified that the message was of heaven. As a matter of fact, that movement was actually worldwide during those years because it was a fulfillment of prophecy. The special blessing of the Lord, both in the conversion of sinners and the revival of spiritual life among Christians, testified it was a message of heaven. With clearness, the believers gave the reasons why they expected their Lord in 1844. Their opposers could bring no arguments against the powerful reasons offered. The announcement, the hour of his judgment has come, points to the closing work of Christ's ministration for the salvation of men. It heralds a truth which must be proclaimed until the Savior's intercession shall cease and he shall return to the earth to take his people to himself. And as you know, they discovered that um, the cleansing of the earth was not the second coming, but the beginning of the um, investigative judgment in heaven. All right, so there's a, there's a study in that verse, isn't there? Understanding, first of all, how do we fear God, and how do we give him glory? And the reason to fear and glorify him was because of the judgment hour, the final steps in closing the plan of salvation. Isn't God good? He's such a God of love. He sends a final message of mercy to a dying world. The three angels' messages. When you read in that chapter in Revelation, you see that his wrath is poured out before that chapter is over. And this is the last message that he gives to the world before that happens. It's a warning. It's an invitation 
to those who haven't heard yet, who don't know, who haven't had an opportunity to refuse it. But William Miller, he um, had a set of rules for Bible interpretation that he developed as he was reading his Bible. And I believe his angel guided him in this. In this study, we read that these rules are available online, actually. They're titled Miller's Rules of Interpretation. As we see the suffering in the world as a result of sin, our desire is growing stronger to bring this to a close and stop this suffering. When I was younger, I remember that I had a list of things that I wanted to do before Jesus came, returned. And the world still had some beauty and opportunities. But now there's nothing that draws me because of the misery, the crime, the suffering, the inhumanity of man to man. But how could I enjoy anything if this suffering was everywhere and animals were suffering and the planet was suffering and possibly Jesus couldn't come so soon because of my wasting time enjoying this, that, or the other. I heard somebody call it rearranging chairs on a ship that's going down and maybe stalling for that scary end-time events. But even if you got a degree or started a new lucrative career, you would be surrounded by poverty, illness, crime, and violence. People wouldn't have money to utilize your services, possibly. Now, the time is now or possibly never, don't you think? I don't even have to list the things that are happening in the world. I'm sure you're aware. We rejoice that God's judgments are near to come to end this experiment whereby God allowed Satan to show all the planetary life and us that sin doesn't bring happiness and his claims were false. Everything that he said about God was false. His charges of God were false. His claims were false. There's a promise in Galatians 1, 3-4. Grace to you and peace from God the Father, our Lord Jesus Christ, and our Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins, that he might deliver us from this present evil age, according to the will of our God and Father. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's close in prayer. Dear Jesus, it's serious times. And there's much confusion going on in the churches. So many fragmentations, so many different voices saying, I have the truth. Here is God, there is God, here's the truth. But we know that we can only trust your word and trust you to bring us through. And since it's your desire to save us, we come to you asking for your guidance. I pray for those who are here with me and myself, Lord, my family, my loved ones, my dear ones, my neighbors, that you would help us to not be deceived. Thank you, Lord, in your name we pray, amen. Thank you, brothers and sisters. I hope you have a wonderful day today. Be blessed. Tomorrow we're going to be studying the Christ-centered home, the home that God built. I'm sorry, that's not right. It's light through the darkness, a movement fulfilling prophecy. I was looking at the wrong page. All right, see you in the morning.